It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Outrage. No masks. All those hugs. Could Rudy Giuliani have spread COVID across the USA? Then... Whistleblower exclusive. If I'm wrong, I can go to prison. After the mockery. Excuse me. Maybe try losing the attitude first. What this woman says the whistleblower did to her. And it's not funny. What was your reaction when you saw her on TV? And lockdown blowback. Anger and frustration erupt across the state. Plus. This has no flavor. Wait till you see what happened when she tasted a sweet new drink from Starbucks. I can't taste anything. How she found out she was infected with COVID-19. And the new Marvel comic book superheroes. They're nurses. That one is me. Plus, 1980s flashback. The return of the Flowbee. I would consider myself a Flowbee aficionado. It's completely sold out. Can't hear you, Flowbee. <laughs> Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The president's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, remains hospitalized today, being treated for COVID-19. He is the latest of more than 50 members of the Trump administration who've gotten coronavirus. The 76-year-old former mayor is at Georgetown Medical Center, whereas Anne Mercagliano reports some suspect he may be getting medical treatment not available to most Americans. Is Rudy Giuliani getting special VIP treatment after testing positive for COVID-19? The president's personal lawyer is said to have only mild symptoms, but he was admitted to prestigious Georgetown Medical Center at a time when hospitals across America are overwhelmed with seriously ill patients. There's speculation he's being treated with the cocktail of drugs that President Trump got, remdesivir, the antibody treatment Regeneron, and the steroid dexamethasone. How should the thousands of people who can't even get test results or hospital beds take this? Yeah, no, it's uh, so profoundly upsetting. The president spoke out about his condition today. Well, I just spoke to him. He's doing very well. No temperature and... uh... He actually called me early this morning. It was the first call I got. Now he's doing very well. Giuliani is also under fire today for potentially exposing hundreds of people to the virus. Last week, he crisscrossed the country, holding hearings in Michigan, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia, challenging the results of the election, with President Trump's other lawyer, Jenna Ellis, constantly at his side. He almost never wore a mask and even tried to to have one witness take hers off. Would you be comfortable taking your mask off so that people could hear you more clearly? 
And look at this, he embraces one man holding his mask in his hand, poses for selfies with this supporter, and shakes hands with another, a big no-no during a pandemic. To say I am livid would be too kind, posted one Georgia lawmaker. Here's the Giuliani timeline. Saturday, 11.30 p.m., Giuliani found himself the target of the opening sketch on Saturday Night Live. In conclusion, I would say the defense rests, but we will never rest. Sunday, 10 a.m., Giuliani does a live shot with Fox News host Maria Bartiromo. Ballot for backdated dead people voting. Does he look pale and sickly? You be the judge. Five hours later, at 3 p.m., the president announced Giuliani had tested positive. Get better soon, Rudy. We will carry on. Giuliani is sounding upbeat from his hospital bed. I'm getting great care and feeling good, recovering quickly, and keeping up with everything. Meanwhile, the president is said to be planning a spectacular exit from the White House on Inauguration Day. Published reports say he will take a final flight aboard Air Force One, to Florida to hold a rally and announce another run in 2024. Meantime, the spotlight continues to burn on Melissa Carone, who Giuliani brought before Michigan officials and then claimed to considerable mockery to have proof of voter fraud. Melissa Carone was lampooned by Saturday Night Live over the weekend. And now we're speaking exclusively with a woman who says she's afraid of her. She's President Trump's star witness, and she's either a whistleblower heroine or a figure of total mockery. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? Melissa Carone's train wreck testimony about so-called election fraud in Michigan was just parodied on SNL. I personally saw hundreds, if not thousands, of dead people vote. But 44-year-old Jessica Stackpool doesn't find anything about Melissa Carone funny at all. I have been to court with her, I'd have to say approximately, probably... 40 to 50 times. In 2018, Melissa Carone was charged with obscenity for allegedly emailing sexually explicit videos to her fiance's ex-wife, Jessica Stackpool. There were three different video clips. Um, they're approximately three to seven minutes long. Carone pled guilty to a lesser charge, which was dismissed earlier this year after she completed probation. What was your reaction when you saw her on TV? I cried because I knew that it was only going to be a matter of time before somebody started digging into her criminal stuff. And then all of, you know, the last three years of my life um, would would be brought to the surface. What did you think about the way she was acting? I think that she saw this as an opportunity for some notoriety. She is quite a character. She's been spoofed by SNL and other outlets. Is that the real Melissa? A hundred percent. That's her every day. That is Melissa Carone. Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. Melissa Carone denies these allegations, and tomorrow we'll be speaking with her for her side of the story. So be sure to join us for that. The much-feared surge in COVID cases is here. The nation reported more than 175,000 new cases of COVID-19, with more than 2,000 Americans a day dying on average. To keep those numbers from becoming even worse, most of California is now on lockdown, which means the doors are closed at some of Southern California's most iconic locations. It's day one of California's new stay-at-home order. 
rush hour traffic was sparser than normal on the LA freeways this morning. Many businesses must now close for at least three weeks, among them the famous San Diego Zoo. The parking lot here is completely deserted. This LA restaurant owner is going viral after breaking out in tears. She's been ordered shut down, but not the movie shoot next door. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face, this is safe 50 feet away for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. We need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. Even President Trump's COVID testing czar, Admiral Red Girard, is wondering if blanket lockdowns are going too far. I think we could be causing a lot more harm by overly restrictive um, recommendations that are not supported by the science. The evidence uh, clearly uh, t does not support limitations on things like outdoor dining. But White House COVID coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks warns what's at stake. This is not just the worst public health event. This is the worst event that this country will face. With the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines on the horizon, urgent preparations are underway at hospitals across the USA. We are in a little bit of a frenzy getting ready for this vaccine shipment. Les Trent is at Holy Name Medical Center in Teaneck, New Jersey. Five doses per each one of those small vials. Five doses for each one of these small vials. Five life-saving vaccine doses here. Although stored here at super cold temperatures, the vaccine must be at room temperature when it's injected. The clock starts ticking once it comes to room temperature. That drug then is only good, that vaccine is only good for six more hours. This is where people will get the injections. We're in a gymnasium run by the Holy Name Medical Center where the vaccine will be administered to the public in stations like this. Even in a small facility like this, they expect that they could vaccinate several hundred people a day. Is it a game changer? I think it is potentially a very major game changer. The next battle is convincing everyone the vaccine is safe. A new survey of New York City firefighters shows that 55% say they won't get the shot. As many as 36% of healthcare workers are reluctant to get the vaccine. A lot of frontline workers have already been exposed to the virus, survived the infection, and have antibodies that they believe protect themselves for the near term anyway against COVID-19. And until convinced otherwise, they say, why would I use a vaccine? And because of that reluctance to get the vaccine, former presidents Clinton, Bush and Obama have all said they will publicly get the vaccine to serve as an example just as soon as the FDA approves it. We're all familiar with comic book heroes like Wonder Woman and Black Panther. Well, there is a new group of comic book heroes. And as Megan Alexander explains, they're based on some real life medical workers. The Marvel Universe just got a lot bigger. Move over, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Black Panther. Make room for some real-life hero nurses. Marvel released a new comic book series called The Vitals, True Nurse Stories, a tribute to frontline healthcare workers. Jesse Showalter is a nurse at West Penn Hospital in Pittsburgh. She's in the comic book. That one is me. Jesse has cared for COVID patients since the beginning of the pandemic. Like lots of heroes, she's humble. We're just doing our jobs. This is something that we've been trained to do. She says her life may be depicted in a comic book, but it's surprisingly realistic. There are things that we have gone through that have, uh, 
we have all have dealt with. Eight of Jesse's colleagues from the Allegheny Health Network are also in the comic book. They appear in this touching video, revealing to their children that they're superheroes. A, a comic book. We know that this is going to resonate with nurses across the nation as well as maybe give some young people an idea of what it's like to be a nurse and maybe motivate them to choose nursing as a profession. A marvelous collection of nurses who deserve all the praise America can offer, including a comic book. Very cool. According to National Nurses United, more than 1,700 healthcare workers have died from COVID-19. And a teen who thought she was just filming a bit for her TikTok feed ended up recording the moment she discovered she had COVID. She was sampling what was supposed to be a super sugary drink, but then discovered she couldn't taste a thing. This teen was filming a TikTok video outside her local Starbucks. Suddenly, this happens. This has no flavor. In that moment, she says she realizes an awful truth. Why can't I taste it? Do I have COVID? Confusion and panic follows. Hang on. I can't taste anything. Turns out 19-year-old Marin Short did have COVID-19. She quickly went to get tested and it came back positive for the virus. Marin is now quarantined at home in Louisiana. It's just crazy how quickly the symptoms sped up. The fact that I was able to taste my lunch that day but I couldn't taste the Starbucks drink or dinner. She's documenting her struggle with the virus on, what else? TikTok. It's really starting to hit me, like, what losing your taste means. Marin hopes her video will serve as a warning for people her age to take the virus seriously. You really can get it from anywhere, and nobody's safe, unfortunately. And various studies have found anywhere from 20% to as much as 86% of active COVID patients have no symptoms. When George Clooney said he'd been cutting his own hair during the pandemic with a Flobie, a lot of people just didn't believe it. Well, that one mention has made the old 80s hair appliance hot again. You Flobie your hair. You yes. give yourself haircuts. I do. George Clooney is a big fan of the Flobie, and now good luck finding one. It seems like with the Flobie, you can do any kind of a cut imaginable. The Flobie is a hair trimmer that hooks up to a vacuum cleaner. It was huge in the 1980s. And now it's making a comeback after so many barbers and hair salons closed during the pandemic. I love my haircuts when I do the Flobie. How many years have you been doing this? Well, I, you know, I have had it for... 22 years. But it really took off when Clooney, whose hair always looks impeccable, told Jimmy Kimmel five days ago that he's been using a Flobie for nearly 25 years. Flobie's completely sold out. Turn the buzzer on. Okay. You go to town like this on your hair. I would consider myself uh well, a phobia aficionado. Like the Oscar winner, Tom White, who lives in Montana, bought his first phobia way back when. It's given me the opportunity to have a perfect haircut every two to three weeks. When the pandemic struck, he introduced his son-in-law Jason to the phobia. Jason says before the pandemic, he always poked fun at his father-in-law for using the phobia. See, once the pandemic hit. The joke was on me because I couldn't go in and get a haircut, so I decided to get brave and test it out. And you were impressed by it. I was very impressed with his ability to, to cut my hair. I'm not going to lie. Can't hear you. I'm so 
The Flovey people are calling the product's newfound popularity the Clooney effect. Next, teens, COVID-19, and the silent epidemic. It's made me a lot more anxious. What every parent needs to know about the COVID-19 blues. And nine months after the last Super Bowl, here come the babies. Here she is, our little Super Bowl baby. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. In the best of times, being a teenager is tough, but the coronavirus has made a bad situation even worse. Here's Stephen Fabian. The pandemic is taking a toll on American teens. It's made me a lot more anxious, I would say, because I feel like I need to be very particular about what I'm doing to stay safe. And I can feel often just beaten down because there's all this different information that I don't really understand. Odessa Mulbrook, who lives in Rye, New York, says no one is allowed in her home. Hi, how are you doing? FaceTime helps, but she misses seeing her friends. Take care, please. Odessa says she's not depressed, but is worried if her life is ever going to get back to normal. They're missing out on their extracurriculars, um, these activities that bring teens a lot of joy and happiness. Dr. Thea Gallagher is an assistant professor at the University of Pennsylvania. They don't have the same um, places to connect like they usually have, and I think it's so important for teens to have that social support, that social connection. Lynn Dolce is the CEO of the Edgewood Center for Children and Families in San Francisco. She says there are warning signs to tell if your teen may be depressed. Hours upon hours of self-isolating behavior, um, you know, behind the closed door if they have their own room, um, disrupted sleep, not wanting to get up, not wanting to get dressed, not wanting to get showered, not wanting to eat meals. Any changes like that in behavior are concerning. Our expert has a few tips to help your teen from experiencing the COVID-19 blues. My biggest tip is to talk, talk, talk. A card game, a family night, um, some way to just be together and connect and ask your kids, how are you doing? How is your day? Get outside once a day. And I personally recommend crafting. When we come back, it's the Super Bowl baby boom. Nine months ago, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And based on all the action lately at the local maternity wards, we think we know how people celebrated. It's a Super Bowl baby boom. Nine months since the Kansas City Chiefs' big win, the city is now inundated with babies. Here she is. Our little Super Bowl baby. First-time parents Emma and Ben Higgins gave birth to a beautiful little girl, Lucy. It's been a really great, great surprise, and then we're really thankful for a bright spot at the end of a challenging year. Lucy is already a fan. Check out her Patrick Mahomes onesie. The NFL celebrated the Super Bowl baby boom phenomenon with this memorable commercial. Kansas City Chiefs star quarterback Patrick Mahomes is expecting a baby too. For them to be that excited after the Super Bowl, I mean, it really is a special feeling and hopefully uh, I'm still around when those babies get a little older. Like the rest of the city, Brianna and Dominic Presto were, shall we say, super exuberant over the Super Bowl victory. How did you celebrate the win? We already had three babies and we were not expecting any more and then we got surprised with number four. 
and she is the result. Rebecca Brown and husband Mike are lifelong Chiefs fans and now have a baby Marin to prove it. You guys really celebrated, right? We did, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna stay a little tight lipped about that, but you know, we had a fun night. OBGYN Amanda Healy says she's not at all surprised by the baby boom. It's been busier. Our um, OB volume has been up about twenty percent. From Super Bowl victory to the joy of new life, all we can say is thanks, Chiefs. <laughs> and when we come back, the battle over a squeaky toy. Finally, dogs love their squeaky toys, but no one like this big fellow. Touchy. And with that squeak, here comes Mighty Dog. Now that is one grand entrance. <laughs> no one was hurt. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.